This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. It's the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. And for Jason Klein this week, I'm Kevin Farrell here with Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. When it comes to home remodeling or rebuilding, it happens because you either wanted to or had to. And when you have to because of disaster or property damage, that's where homeowners insurance comes in handy. So today we welcome Ryan Blakeney, Deputy Director of Consumer Service with the Mississippi Insurance Department, to help us discuss homeowners insurance. And of course, we're still here to help you with your home improvement questions. So join the conversation with a phone call. The number is one eight seven seven MPB Ring. Our phone number is one eight seven seven. 672-7464, or you can email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And a reminder, three of our most popular shows re-air on Saturday mornings. You can hear Creature Comforts at 6, Fixit 101 re-airs at Saturdays at 9, and uh, The Gestalt Gardener re-airs at 10. So lots of interesting listening to do on Saturday mornings. So good morning, guys. Hope that uh, everyone is doing well this morning. Uh, good morning. Good to be here. Good morning. Uh, so we always like to talk about what you've been working on. Dell. why don't we start with you? Well, uh, this morning we had the chance to start a, a roof system, uh, trying to sneak one in before the rain comes comes back in. And uh, got a chance to finish up a couple small jobs, so uh, still busy. All right. Yes. Uh, Jeff? Um, started a new project um, last Friday, uh, getting into it real good. It's a um, It's a batch house for a concrete plant so nice two-story uh unit things a little bit different so it's exciting uh and this would be normally the time where jason chimes in with what he's been doing uh in my case uh let's see i can think about oh i mean a couple of weeks ago you know i have uh the little uh holes in my uh the the uh, under the house there and one of the little screens fell Vents, off yeah so yeah, i soft, i bought the, some uh, the foundation vent. Yes. So I bought some screen and I replaced it. So oh, wow. And it That's didn't nice, fall apart. Kevin. So yeah. <laughs> I cut the screen out. I mean, you know. So again, I, I, look, I'm just picking on you because I, I I would I would probably call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, Jason usually chimes in to me. I will just be sort of the driver of this ship because uh, you don't really want my home improvement uh, <laughs> advice. I, although I'm smart enough to know to go to someone who does know how to do that stuff. Hey. That, that's that's there's some value right there, Kevin. No win the call. That's right. <laughs> uh, as I mentioned earlier, our guest today, Ryan Blakeney, De- Deputy Director of Consumer Services with the Mississippi Insurance Department. Ryan, thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. If you would uh, give us a little bit about your background and your position at the department. Sure. Started at the department in 2011, so coming up on eight years there, and started off in the Life and Health Division with the form and filings. Uh, got a real good understanding of life and the Affordable Care Act, annuities, things of that nature, and then moved on to the Consumer Affairs Division in 2013, and it's, it's been great ever since. All right. Working with the public can be a challenge, but it's also a, an enjoyment, too. And it's certainly not a requirement for being on the show, but are you a DIY kind of guy? Absolutely not. I call my neighbor Chip for that every time I can. <laughs> See, Ryan and I are smart. You get friends who know what they're doing, and that always helps out. Uh, so if you would, give us just an idea of how the insurance department uh, helps homeowners. Uh, and, and do you work with contractors as well when it comes to uh, insurance? We do. We do. Um, basically, our division is there to help 
the consumer through the process. And really, we get the call when the claim is either delayed, denied, or some confusion between the adjuster and the consumer themselves. So do we work with the, con- the contractors directly? Not necessarily, but we have no problem calling someone like Jeff or Dale to you know, help them through the process to say, look, you need to call the, the adjuster. And really, we act as a mediator to resolve those issues. Okay. Uh, if you have a question for Ryan this morning or a home improvement question that you need help with, you can always give us a call. The phone lines are open, and the number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. You can email the show as well. Send it to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll start the show with a couple of emails. This first one is from Martha, who says... I had a very extensive roof redo done after a bad hailstorm. I've never been satisfied with it, and it was not installed correctly. Uh, How can I find a knowledgeable inspector to help me with what to do? Part is metal, part shingle, and part Duralast. So any thoughts on uh, where Martha would go if you get a project done and and you're not happy with the results? Anybody? Um, I think if I'm in Martha's shoes, I'm I'm hiring a qualified home inspector. and now what I mean by that is qualified and uh, let's, let's get a written report at that point. I would call my contractor with written report in hand and we can sit down and talk intelligently and hopefully the contractor is going to do the right thing. So my experience with that as well is when that comes to that, you can get an engineer if that, you know, you have to pay for it, but that engineer is going to be able to hammer down exactly what the issues are and be able to show the contractor. So, Okay. Uh, This other one, uh, this is from William, and it says, With a handyman hangout, please say whether a do-it-yourselfer could reside a house one wall at a time. My home's about 60 years old, just 925 square feet, and has the original cedar shingles with several layers of paint. My DIY fantasy has been to replace the shingles with hardy board and do the job in stages, one wall at a time as finances permit. At each stage, I would replace the drafty windows, insulate, and install hurricane straps, maybe wiring too. The whole property, house and yard alike, is a DIY project. I'd appreciate your comments. Any thoughts on that one? I think that's a great idea, and I think a homeowner could do that. He um, needs a good buddy. Yeah, he needs <laughs> he needs a buddy, and uh, you know, take your time because you will be working off the ground. So uh, just make sure you're safe. And uh, but yeah, I think I think a a homeowner could do that. Dale, any problems with one wall at a time like that? No, um, that's actually um, the way you would do it uh, in a completion uh, form. You complete as you go. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing wrong with doing um, a section at a time. Okay. Know, we, we do that um, even if we do the whole house. All right. We want to bring it all the way uh, to the top so we can move the scalpels around. All right, one final email here. This one from Mark, and it says, I recently purchased a home with kitchen counters that are 37 and 3 quarter inches high, higher than normal, right? Would I be smart to leave these as for future resale or lower them at some point? At some point, and why would someone install the higher counters to begin with? Hmm. It may be set up for someone in a in a um, wheelchair, possibly. Um, I don't know. It just you know, there's some things we just can't answer over the radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, without, without without doing a little research and yeah. looking at it. Yeah, they could be extremely tall or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, if if they're nice counters and everything, I mean, that seems like if just they're a little bit out of the ordinary, but they're functional and, and well-installed and everything, it would seem to me that maybe kind of at this point, just kind of let them be. Oh, yeah. and, and unless it was bothering me, I would I would not change them. 
Okay. Yeah. No. Leave that no, up to the new um, homeowner if they want to put that in the contract sale. All right. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. We've got a call to get to. We'll start things off with our friend Kathleen from Osaka. Good morning, Kathleen. You're on the air with us. Good morning, guys. Uh, I've got a tip for Susan that called last week. I couldn't get back in. Y'all are getting so popular, I couldn't get back in to help. Um, <laughs> she was talking about pine floors. They were antique. A dog had run a lot of grooves into the wood. Now... It's easy to replace it, but it will never be the same. So if you want to save it, restore it for personal reasons, because a lot of people are attached to the old look, the patina and all that, you can do it yourself. But what I advise is calling an antique refinisher. A lot of your fine uh, um, furniture stores have people that they call to do this sort of thing. They could... What they do is lightly dampen the wood, raise the stuff, fill it in, and they literally paint a trump loy over the wood. Now, you think that might be expensive, but not as much as you think and not as much as replacing that whole line of flooring that you're going to have to replace. So tell her, don't give up. Just follow a few footsteps and <laughs> call back in. If I'm listening, I'll give her in. And don't give up. All right. Thanks for the call, Kathleen. Did she use the word tr- trompe-loi? I didn't... Uh, okay, we don't know. All right. Well, thanks anyway, <laughs> Kathleen. Good suggestions there. Uh, it's time for our first break. Uh, when we get back, we will continue talking with our guest, Ryan Blakeney. From the, the, he's the de- Deputy Director of Consumer Services with the Mississippi Insurance Department. We're talking homeowners insurance. Also looking for your home improvement questions. Call us to join the conversation. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. You can email the show, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be back with more after this. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. In for Jason Klein this week, I'm Kevin Farrell here with contractor Dale Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is Brian Blakety from the Mississippi Insurance Department. We're talking about homeowners insurance and always looking for your home improvement questions as well. So join our conversation this morning with your phone call. The number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's one 672 7464 or email the show send it to fixit101 at mpbonline.org so ron i think a lot of people don't really think about insurance homeowners insurance until they experience some sort of loss so maybe uh to the home buyers out there when you buy a new house what should you think about in terms of coverage uh, for your home great question well first and foremost you need to make sure that you have a great agent a good agent would be able to tell you exactly the coverage you need the amounts that you need and be able to really specifically identify the requirements under the policy that will best obtain to your pop to your family and whether it's commercial or personal lines you're going to have products that the insurance carriers can drill down to specifically what you need but it's very important though that you get insurance that's going to provide the coverage that is equal to what you have. You don't want to be overinsured because when you do that, you're going to be paying a premium that's too high, and you don't want to be underinsured because when you get underinsured, the insurance carrier will apply what's called a coinsurance payment, and that's going to reduce the amount that's paid in the event of a claim, and it never works out good for the consumer. You know, you know, Ryan, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. We, we, we had a fire in, in Clinton, 
and uh, the family had paid their house off a few years prior to this fire. Um, but they never went back to their agent and and really kept up with with um, the rising cost of things. So they had a a almost a total fire, but they were they had added on to the house, never let their agent know, and and at the end of the day they were they were underinsured. Um, so that that's 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 a hard conversation when that house has got you know two three hundred thousand dollars worth of damage and your check is about fifty thousand shy. Right. So. And in the event of a claim, you know, as you, as you contractors know, you're going to have what's called a depreciated value applied to your loss. But the homeowners need to understand that when they begin the repairs, the the insurance carrier will repay what they actually owed. So they're going to pay the depreciated amount first, and then they'll add on the rest, the, the rest once the repairs have begun and taken place. That, correct. Yes. So uh, are there some guidelines for homeowners to know that they are getting the correct amount of coverage, that they're not over or underinsured? The best thing to do, again, is make sure that your agent is using the correct uh, estimate formulas to use. Uh, Jeff, you may be able to speak on that a little bit. What- yeah, you know, th- this is this is how I, I look at it. If you buy a $400,000 house, um, the, the, the lot is not going to burn up, or a tornado is not going to take the lot. So you know you you know you need something south of four hundred thousand, and um, but then there's something else to think about. If you have a total loss, you want to have enough money for uh, a debris removal. So these are questions that you need to talk to your agent about. Let's say I insure that property for three hundred fifty thousand. That 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 gets my property rebuilt, but if it's a total loss. Uh, three hundred fifty thousand gets it rebuilt, and then another twenty five or thirty thousand gets the uh, d- uh, debris removal. So, and ask that question to your agent: Do I have added coverage on on uh, uh, debris removal? And a lot of that is very policy specific. One company may have it, while another company may not. Um, a lot of these companies too will have what's called a deluxe homeowner policy, and it's the top of the line, the Cadillac of the home insurance policy. So. Call your agent about that and see if you have the deluxe home insurance. You know, I think I think Ryan said it right when he when he opened up. He said, "Get a good agent." That, yes. that's that's how he opened this up. So because a lot know, of them are just selling it, you a policy, but it might not fit what your needs are. That's right. I mean, interview your agent. You, you're the you're the you're the customer. Interview your agent and make sure that that uh, you have the right agent along with the right insurance. Because you're not buying it for right now. You're buying it for later in the future. That's right. You may need it. So what if is, is the possible? So do we have a, a robust insurance environment to where it really does pay to shop around and make sure, you know, that you're getting what you need and that you match up with the best agent? Absolutely. Uh, Commissioner Cheney is very big on a competitive marketplace. And, you know, if you look at your policy, you've had it for 15 years, and you've gotten to where, you know, the companies that has sustained the loss ratios over the past five, several years, and your premium has continually increased, well, there's a couple things you can do immediately to reduce your premium. You can increase your deductible. Um, you can look at your coverage levels. But then also go to an independent agent. Find one that can shop the market for you. You can shop 10 to 15 different carriers and get you a good price. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's what it's all about. The free market is there for competition. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. We're visiting today with Ryan Blakeney from the Mississippi Insurance Department talking about homeowners insurance, but as always, we're looking for your home improvement questions as well. We've got some open phone lines, and the number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's one 877 
672-7464. You can email the show. Send it to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Um, often during after a natural disaster during the rebuilding process, there come you know stories about people who end up maybe getting scammed or somehow getting taken advantage of. So maybe if we could uh, talk for just a few minutes, Ryan, we'll start with you about things to think about uh, from a homeowner's point of view after a disaster uh, to make sure that they that they don't get scammed. Well, you know, after disaster, the, the consumer is usually in a state of shock, it, depending on how the the level of severity of the storm. And they need to understand that there are, you know, with any business, there are good contractors and there are bad contractors. And when, when a storm is approaching, you'll have these bad contractors come in from out of state and they'll follow that storm. And they will come on the streets and they'll try to get as quickly as they can into somebody's pocketbook and maybe do shoddy work. However, there is the Mississippi State Board of Contracting and they can provide you with options and uh the ability to check and see if Jeff and Dale are licensed and bonded and insured and all that good stuff. So that would be my first suggestion. Check with the Mississippi Board of Contractors. Yeah, Ryan, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, You know, think about this for a minute. Um, A disaster happens like Katrina or or more recent, a a, a tornado. Um, Do you really want to hire someone that's out of town? Now, I, I don't I'm not trying to say the out of towners are bad people. I mean, every time I go to another town, I'm an out of towner. It doesn't make me a bad person. But let's think about this. I've got my house, I live in Madison. I want a contractor in Madison because stuff happens. Things happen. I want to be able to call my contractor and say, Hey, Jeff, you know, can you come look at this? If I'm in if I'm in Texas or Louisiana or um, what's the chances of me coming to look at it? Mm-hmm. It's slim to none. So think about that. I, and we have a lot of, of good local contractors. Very much so. Yes. Uh, a story from my past. My brother has a place uh, down in Pensacola, and uh, after Hurricane Ivan, they had a contractor who was working in the area. And it turns out that this guy was doing the thing where he would come to an area, start work on several jobs, get the money, and then go start another job. Eventually, he got exposed for, for being a fraud. But the one thing that cost my brother and his wife was that the work that he was done was not up to yeah, standards. And right. so he had to go back and get all that work redone again. So, again, it, it's important to make sure that you do some investigation on your contractor. And, two, another thing they, the out-of-towners will do, they will get a local number. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have to call the Mississippi Board of Contractors and file a complaint against a contractor in Texas, Mississippi Board of Contractors has no teeth to a contractor that holds his license in Texas. So think about it. we got some phone calls to get to. Let's start again on the phone lines. Lily's called in from Natchez today. Good morning, Lily. You're on the air with us. Go ahead. Uh, good morning. I was calling uh, concerning insurance with uh, FHA. Uh, should the um, property owner have a copy of that home insurance policy? Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Always keep a copy of your contract. Uh, more importantly, your, your declaration pages. That's going to have your limits, uh, what your coverages provide. And um, the contract itself can be confusing. But, again, I'll reiterate, have a good agent that can explain that contract to you. Okay. All right, All right thank you. Thanks for your call, Lily. Stay on the phone lines. Off to Hattiesburg we go. Ray Lonnie's called in. Good morning, Ray Lonnie. You're on the air with us. Good morning. Go ahead. 
I would like to know, is there a type of policy that a home, that an owner of a rental place can get to cover when your tenants uh, have just about destroyed your house? Mm. Okay, so you're the you're the landlord. I'm the landlord. Yes, ma'am. There is, um, I believe there there's several different uh, homeowner policies. You have HO ones to HO nines. Uh, I want to say the landlord is an HO four, and it's strictly it's it's a named peril policy. But uh, for renters, it's an HO six. That's the personal property inside. But yes. so yes, ma'am, there it is. And again. Call an agent. They can set you up with one. Yes, I'll call my agent. I'll go back. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, thanks for the call. Got some home open phone lines. If you have a question this morning at one eight seven seven MPB ring, it's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Send an email to fixit one hundred one at mpbonline dot org. Um, you know, uh, Ryan, we're going to talk throughout the hour about hurricane preparedness because uh, June first was the start of hurricane season, um, and uh, a lot of times uh, in the aftermath of a hurricane, the issue of flood insurance uh, comes up. So, if you would, if you could maybe talk a little bit about flood insurance and who should be and maybe should not be covered. Sure, uh, my boss and I, Andy Case, we attend a lot of conferences uh, specifically hurricane related. And June 1st kicked off the season. So, you know, our message is be prepared because they're only they're only saying it may be a normal season. But as we all know, it only takes one. And a one Category 5 is enough for 20 years. So regarding flood, everybody needs to know that your homeowner's insurance policy does not cover flood at all, period. We have one admitted carrier in the state that is offering flood as an endorsement to the homeowner policy. What that means is you have to buy the homeowner policy from them and they'll tack on the flood to it. They will not sell it as a standalone policy. So, but that's only in lower six counties. They've changed that too. So the NFIP, this is the National Flood Insurance Program, is overseen by FEMA. That's who you need to call. If you need to get some information on that, you can go to www.floodsmart.gov and they can get you a policy. And as far as who needs it, you know, our message now is even if you're in a low-risk flood zone, that's great. But even better news is your flood premium will be lower too. So, you know, if you live in a flood-rid zone, just go ahead and get a policy. It'll save you the headache down the road because floods are just devastating. Yeah, I mean, normally we think about that after a hurricane, but, you know, this year has certainly shown all the rain that we had. And then in, in areas of the Delta, I think of Eagle Lake uh, in the Vicksburg area is, is one of the things on the news. And you're right, uh, just devastating. So, as you mentioned, uh, probably uh, is with any kind of insurance, a little bit better safe than sorry, that's for sure. Sure. Let's get one call in before our next break. Uh, we'll invite Annie on the line from Jackson. Uh, sorry. Good morning, Ann. Hi, how are you? Good. What's your question? I was wondering if I have an existing bathroom and I want to put another one in, could I put it on the back side of the existing bathroom without going into the foundation? Hmm. Well, um, depends on the layout of the home. And yeah, the I mean that's a lot. Um, okay, the the quick answer to that, Ann, is absolutely we can add a bathroom. Okay, um, but it's it's really going to take a qualified contractor to come out to your build site, evaluate everything and, and, and advise you that. That's that's really a hard question to answer over the radio. Uh, other than absolutely you can add another bath to your home. Okay. All right. 
All right. Thanks for your call in. Uh, this is M- uh, Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. It's time for another break. If you want to join today's show, you can give us a call. The number is one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one 672 7464 Or email the show. Send it to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Today we're visiting with Ryan Blakeney of the Deputy Director of Consumer Services with the Mississippi Insurance Department, talking about homeowners insurance. Also, Dell and Jeff on hand, ready to take your home improvement questions. When we get back, we'll get into the subject of insurance fraud, among other things. So stay tuned. Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. Welcome back to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. In for Jason Klein this week, I'm Kevin Farrell, here with uh, contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Our guest today is Ryan Blakeney from the Mississippi Insurance Department. We're taking your home improvement questions and also talking a little bit about homeowner's insurance. To join our conversation, the phone number is 1-877-MPB-RING. It's one 877 672-7464. You can email the show. Send it to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Got some things we want to get to, but we want to get to these phone calls first. So we will begin uh, with Patty in Clinton. You're on the air with us, Patty. Go ahead, please. Hi there. I'm a pretty regular fan of you guys. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to give you a little more rationale for the folks out there about hiring the proper people. First off, I'm 73. I've owned eight homes, so I've had a lot of experience hiring people. <laughs> yes, you have. I've lived in uh, owned homes in two states and two countries and moved back to Mississippi five years ago. And I, I usually have a guy on there from home. Is it Houseworks that usually have? He's here there? with us. Y- y- yes, yeah. ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I've, I've hired. Uh, people from his company too and they are great <laughs> i'm and, so glad you said that. <laughs> thank you neighbor, thank you patty <laughs> patty are you still with us there we go yeah go I, ahead sorry go ahead my neighbor said oh yeah they're expensive i said to myself that i'm definitely calling them <laughs> <laughs> but i wanted to give you a little rationale based on my experience I uh, took a lot of carpentry courses and stuff myself for the reason of being able to evaluate when I get an estimate that these guys are giving me the, you know, the straight scoop and know when they're doing a good job. But my experience is you get a professional, number one, especially these days, they have to have specialized equipment. And they have to have it handy. And usually they come with a truck, especially a plumber. You know, you're in, my God, are they going to have the right little bolts and all this stuff? And they go out and open that truck, and they just have a huge array of pieces. And they can call a buddy if they don't have it, and they can do it quick. And the tools that these guys have to have, just to have one tool, I know because I buy a lot of you know, just DIY tools that could cost $150, $250 just for one little special project. So they've invested a lot in all these tools, and they know how to use them. 
you call a handyman, my experience, you know, friend of a friend, and it comes up an old beat-up truck, and he opens the back lid, and there's a couple of old rusty rakes out there and stuff like that, and you're thinking, and then they walk out and look at the job, and they say, hmm, gosh, it's going to be about $2,000 just to put the first layer of concrete on here. And you're, yep, like, you're right, Patty. You know, you're right. Uh, sometimes it pays to... Uh to go to the specialized person. They really know what they're doing, and you want to make sure that you get the job well done. Again, that's your house, and that's where you're going to be living. So you want to make sure uh, that uh, you get the job well done. So appreciate your comments. Uh, let's move on. We've got next, uh, Thomas is on the line. Good morning, Thomas. You're on the air with us. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you all doing today? Good. What do you have for us? Okay, well, I'm a truck driver, and I live in Missouri, and I just stumbled across your program. And I do have a question, please. I'm going to be retiring here in about seven years, and I'm looking to start up like a little small part-time one-man business. Just going in and cleaning up people's yards, you know, like cleaning up leaves, tree limbs, haul them off, or haul steel off their yards, or something like that. Would I need to have a, a contractor's license and a insurance to cover this with? And what kind of tools? Your last caller, Miss Patty, just mentioned something that I don't want to be. I just I don't have the tools and equipment to do the job right. But what I need the contractors like mainly what I'm asking. Um, Thomas, if you're doing yard work, no, I'm I'm going to say you don't need a contractor's license. Now, do I think you need insurance? Absolutely. Um, uh, obviously, you're going to need automobile insurance. You're going to need liability. You know, what if you got on someone's property and accidentally ran your lawnmower into their $150,000, $200,000 Lamborghini or something? <laughs> you know, and, I, and I'm, being, I'm being extreme right. here. Uh, but what if you hit their $20,000 Toyota? So, yeah, absolutely. You, you're going to want insurance. You're going to want liability. Um, workman's comp, probably not if you're not going to have any employees. Um, so I would look at liability. Yeah, and the consu- one insurance. Yeah, the consumer is going to be more likely to hire somebody who is insured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You know, because if a rock kick out and break my window or something, you know, I want you to be covered. All right, to Thomas, we appreciate your call. Let's get one other call in here now, and it's Wayne who's called in from Long Beach. Good morning, Wayne. You're on the air with us. Good morning. Uh, want to say I did uh, not have flood insurance because the under uh, the agent wouldn't write it i was at 22 feet and he said it was 12 foot and uh, i asked him to give me a letter and he said he couldn't do it company wouldn't do that uh i had 28 feet of water in katrina so uh i now have very very expensive flood insurance uh also after katrina they people really 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 need to look at their agent and their policy we were getting $4.25 for a sheetrock. We were paying $38 a sheet for it. And that wasn't the Chinese stuff. So, and then if you pay $38, it takes another $40 to get it up and get it, you know, finished. So we've been through, I've been through all of this, and it is a mess. Just make sure you got good insurance. And uh, I appreciate it. All right, so, uh, Wayne, appreciate your call. So, so, Ron, I think you mentioned this earlier, but I think one of the services that the insurance department does is if there is a dispute between a homeowner and their insurance company, you all can be mediators in that situation? 
I don't want to say mediator, okay. but we will. That's an official term, but you co- will help correct grease absolutely. the skids, I absolutely. guess. Absolutely, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we have contacts at all the companies and their compliance teams, whether or not it's the claims manager with over the state or in their general office, and we have their direct numbers, and we pick up the phone, and we call them on a daily basis. Um, you know, we want the consumer to be done right. And if they buy insurance and they have a claim, we expect the insurance companies to make good on that claim. Now, if the claim is not covered, then that's a hard conversation to have. And that kind of led into a conversation we had before this about the big, bad insurance companies. Well, I mean, you know, people get that that feeling about them. But at the end of the day, you need to know the provisions of your contract because if, they, if you ha- think you have a claim and the claim is not covered, it can leave a bad taste in your mouth, therefore leaving a horrible reputation for the for the company. And, you know, one thing that I think I've seen insurance company commercials, but I think it's an important thing to mention, and Jeff kind of alluded to this earlier, is an insurance is not a set it and forget it kind of thing. You need to, especially if there are changes in your your home ownership or whatever, you need to make sure that your insurance is current so that it meets your current situation. Sure. And, you know, I've said this so many times about the agents, but also I want to provide our contact information for the MID, uh, the Consumer Services, and that's one 800 Five six two two nine five seven. Again, that's one eight hundred five six two two nine five seven. In the event that maybe you don't have a local agent and you're insured with somebody in New York, call us. You know, if you can't get information on that policy, we can, and we'll make it happen. Okay. So this is a DIY show, and so if someone is doing a home renovation project and maybe they damage their home in the process due to not doing it correctly, does is home insurance anything that will help in that situation? Repeat the first part. If they're if you're doing a home improvement project on your own, okay, yes. Uh, well, from from a from a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, perfect example: my neighbor had a loss in a shower. He went in and redid all the flooring, took out the I believe it's correct if I'm wrong, Jeff and Dale, with shower lining on the floor so the water drains out. Right. The mm-hmm. pan, and mm-hmm. he took all that out himself and. The, the insurance carrier reduced his deductible. So that was the thing that they did to kind of help him out with that to absorb some of the costs. So, yes, but as far as just adding on to your property and then having something, that's going to be very policy-specific. Policy so you'd have to check with your agent. Yeah. Okay. I think I think where that's going to come into play, let's, let's say that you were doing some tree trimming and you decided to cut a tree down. Well, and you cut the tree down, it fell on your house. Yeah, your your homeowner's going to cover that. Now, they may cancel you after that, but, but it, it is covered. I, I, I tell this to people all the time, and please don't 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 call in saying, you know, I said something like this, but, but stupidity is still covered. It, it really is. So You know, key word in insurance claim is the key word is negligence. Word, was there negligence in the act? Right. And it's very important to remember that. So if you lose your insurance because of stupidity, will you be able to get some more somewhere else? <laughs> if you're canceled, if you're canceled, it's hard oh, to get. Man. It can you be, know, but you can. Sure, yeah. You know you the the, the the definition of an insurance claim is um, sudden and accidental. Okay. So just just kind of remember that. You know, do do I need to call my agent? Well, was it sudden? Was it accidental? If it was sudden and accidental, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think I think you probably have a claim. Let me add to that real quick and. If you have a claim, and let's just say a tree nicks your roof, and it, you look at it, and a contractor comes out and says, well, it's only going to be $500 to fix, don't file a claim for that. No, amen. Because, I mean, a claim is a claim. No matter whether or not the insurance carrier pays it, it doesn't meet your deductible, or even if it does meet your deductible, they pay it. 
the claim is still in your system, and it doesn't look good when you start switching carriers. So, yeah, Ryan, that's a very, very good point. Um, let me just add to that. Let's let's say that you think that okay, that there's a hailstorm happened in your neighborhood. Your cross street neighbor's getting a roof. Your next door neighbor's getting a roof. Well, you automatically call your insurance company and file a claim because everyone around you is getting a roof. That is the wrong way to do that. Absolutely. Call a contractor, qualified contractor. Would you please check my roof for hail damage? And then at that point, make the decision to call your insurance company. Insurance companies are not in the business to come inspect your home. All right. Uh, let's get a couple calls in before our next break. Uh, we'll start in uh, Beaumont with our friend Sue. Good morning, Sue. You're on the air with us. Good morning. I've heard y'all talk about tankless water heaters. And I was wondering, what is the advantage of a tankless over regular water heater, conventional water heater? And how does that tankless work to keep a supply of water hot? Because my neighbor has a tankless, and I don't see how it works. How does, it, how does it work, really? Okay, uh, Sue, okay, the first question was the benefit. Okay, benefit of a tankless water heater, you are not storing water. How does it work? There is a coil that your water runs through, and inside that coil is a flame. So when you turn your water on, water goes through the coil, the flame heats it up. So as long as you have a fuel source and water, you have hot water forever. Does that does that make sense? Yes. And uh, you know, again, uh, the the benefit is simply they're they're compact. They cost a little bit more money than your tank, but you're not storing uh, hot water. All right. Are, are there gas and electric tankless? Yes, ma'am. Systems? Yes, ma'am. Really? Oh, that's great. Well, thank you. All right, sure. Sue. Thanks for the call. Yeah, and I think anyone's ever had their hot water heater burst would certainly appreciate yeah, that benefit. That, that's right. That's right. Oh, yes. All right, uh, time for one more break. When we get back, we'll continue our discussion. We're visiting today with Ryan Blakeney from the Mississippi Insurance Department. He's been talking about homeowners insurance and also answering personal uh, personal finance questions. That's the other show I do uh, where I'm talking about home improvement questions this morning. So give us a call at one eight seven seven mpb ring It's one eight seven seven. 672-7464. We'll be back to wrap up the program after this last break. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. Welcome back to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. In for Jason Klein this week, I'm Kevin Farrell, here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're also visiting with Ryan Blakeney from the Mississippi Insurance Department. We've been taking your home improvement questions and also talking about homeowners insurance. Got some calls on the line, but before we get to that, uh, Ryan, what would you say is the top complaint that comes into your office from homeowners? Top complaint is going to be claim-related, whether or not it is a covered claim but most of the time, it's just a miscommunication, which causes a delay. Like we were talking about earlier, the contractor and the adjuster have not seen eye to eye. There's a dispute between that. And that's when we get involved and get it resolved, okay. or try to get it resolved. All right, uh, back to the phone lines we go. We start again in Hattiesburg. Wilbur's called in today. Good morning, Wilbur. Go ahead. All right. I had a tree uh, get knocked around by Katrina, and um, it's leaning it's just started to split. It's a pine tree, and it's going to die fairly soon, and it's going to fall, and it's going to wreck part of my house. Um, 
is there any, um, I guess, uh, is there any onus for the insurance company to help me remove that tree, or do we just let it fall and, and break what it's going to break? Well, I'll, I'm going to answer it, and then we'll let Ryan talk about it. But the insurance company is not in the business to do preventive maintenance. Right. Okay. Uh, it, it's it's your it's your responsibility to uh, maintain your home. If you know the tree is is going to fall on your house, I would recommend you have the tree taken down. Okay. But no insurance is not going to help you with that. Now, right. Now it's my opinion. I want Ryan to to chime in, too. If you don't do anything and that tree falls on your house, insurance is still going to pay. But, again, I think you ought to do something about it if you know or you feel that it's 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 it could it could it could hit your house. I think it's your responsibility. Yeah, I agree with that. And if the tree going back to the. Can you insurance paper to have a tree removed? Yes, if the tree has fallen, you do have coverage there, but it is limited coverage, so check a policy for that. But yeah, I would I would try to get that tree out of the yard before it causes your family or your home damage. So, do the insurance um, cover like dying trees or, or, or no trees that have just grown over the house and? No, but we have a lot of calls that come in. And they'll say, you know, my neighbor's tree has fallen on my house. All right, so. If I live in my house and my neighbor has a tree that's on their property and that tree is dead and I have contacted that neighbor and told them, listen, you got a good, dead tree here. I'm, here's a certified letter. I'm letting you know. And that tree falls in my house at that point. Then it's on them because they were negligent and not had that tree removed. If the, I do not contact them, let them know about that tree being dead or they do not know, period, and it falls on my property, my insurance is then responsible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, right. we, we do a lot of uh, tree damage, you know, just little. But but a lot of people won't claim it because it's so small, you know, just a hole in the roof, you know, a small limb. Right. But. And, you know, to your point, Jeff, I, I would agree with you. If you know the tree is going to fall, you could wait and get a homeowner's claim. But then you've got to go through the insurance. You've got to That's get right. the rebuilt and all that. So maybe the smaller expense of taking the tree down avoids the headache and the hassle of, of having right, to replace right. the damaged yeah, house. And I mean, you know, he, he, he had a very good question. I, I get that question all the time. Will, will the insurance company help me with the tree? And unfortunately, the answer to that is no until it, until it falls. So It's your house. All right. Uh, we'll go next to Meridian. Louise has called in today. Good morning, Louise. Go ahead. Good morning. How are you? We're doing good. What's your question? If uh, I have a large yard and it's got lots of trees on it. If the guy cutting my grass is, is if, a, if a tree falls on the guy cutting my grass, am I liable? Well, that kind of goes with my point earlier. I mean, that's... If you knew the tree was dead and it, or dying and had limbs that needed to be removed, possibly. Um, does he have insurance for himself? To I don't have any idea. Yeah, he just is a grass cutter. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a tough that's, that's a tough a, question. That's but that's again that's something you need to contact your home insurance on and uh, ask your okay. agent directly. And and and, and two, um, Louise, I, I think I would, I think I would treat my yard people just like my contractor. Do you have insurance? If you do not have insurance, I'm not sure I want you on my property. I agree with that. All right. Louisa, thanks for your call. 
Uh, you know, Ryan, we've mentioned the, the agent a lot of times, and, and so, you know, we're here to answer these types of questions. But also, if that comes up, that should be something that you should call your local agent, and he should be able to help you sort through your policy to know whether you're covered on specific questions like that. And again, I reiterate, if, if, if you don't have an agent, call the Department of Insurance, and we can go through your policy with you and confirm that for you. Okay. I uh, got another call, and this one is from John. Good morning, John. You're on the air with us. Go ahead. Hi, John. Are you on the phone with us? Go ahead. Yes, I would like to know if uh, your driveway is covered and with uh, your house insurance. What? What kind of? What? What is the damage? Well, it's cracking up and then busting. You know. Just no, sir. That's that's not going to be related. It, it, now, if you had a. I hate to use this analogy. Let's say a plane fell out of the sky and damaged sure. it. Then, then that's another story. Where a tree fell and damaged. That's different. But the ground movement is not going to be covered. What about a leak through the slab or something like that inside the home? No, outside. You know, the water trans. You know, coming through. It, then you get into the the question: Where's that water coming from? Is it coming from the city line? Is it coming from yours? If it's coming from yours, yes, possibly. Hmm. It's yeah. just tricky. Read the fine print. Yeah, it, it's a, it's a little tricky. That, that's right. That's I think this is this is how I would look at that. Um, do I have to go through the driveway to fix the broken water line that's on my side of the meter? Um, gosh, but Brian, it hadn't caused any damage to the to the structure. Right. I, I yeah. don't think it's covered. If it's typically if it's in your in your yard, it can yeah, be a very I don't gray think it's area. covered. I mean, your, your your landscaping is not covered uh, unless it is hit by a car that is not insured by you. Uh, your your neighbor runs over your landscaping, it's covered. Fire damages your landscaping, it's covered. You back over your own landscaping in your own vehicle, it's not covered. So... <laughs> Uh, we got a couple of minutes left, and earlier we, we teased the idea about uh, insurance fraud. And as we talked during one of the breaks, Jeff, you pointed out that fraud could come both from maybe some of the contractor working on your house, but also, in some instances, from the homeowner as well. Uh, it very well can. We, we had a fire in Clinton. Um, we got the phone call. Uh, fire investigators came out and, and uh, determined it was on the heating and air unit. Uh, we repaired the house. About three months after we did that, I got a phone call on a Friday, and the homeowner said, uh, Jeff, I have a receptacle in the back of the house that's not working, and my front door is a little sticky. Can you send someone out to look at it? We said, absolutely. Well, over the weekend, the house caught on fire again, burned down. Well, you can imagine, I was I had some sleepless nights over that weekend, and long story short, the insurance company investigated the fire, and sure enough, the homeowner burnt the house down the first time and also burned it down the second time. So um, there's um, in the 20 plus years I've been doing this, I think we've had three or four um, fraud cases. So it's not rampant out of about 7,000 jobs I've done in, in the past 20 years. What, was so. he charged with anything? Yes, absolutely. He sure was. And, 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 and he should be. Fraud raises all of our insurances. That's right. Every one, we, we, we pay for it. Every time there is a, a, a fraud case, we pay for it. That's, that's just proven he got caught because he was greedy. He just kept going until he got caught. 
Unfortunately. All right, uh, Ryan, we've got just about 30 seconds left. If you could repeat the information, if someone needs to get in touch with your office, how do they do that? Sure. You can call the 1-800 number for consumer services, which is 1-800-562-2957. Okay. And the website? www.mid.ms.gov. All righty. That is going to wrap us up for today. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, funded by generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced each week by Java Chapman. And so for Del Moore and Jeff Sammons and our guest Ryan Blakeney, I'm Kevin Farrell, inviting you to stay tuned. Our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech, is up next. We'll be back next Wednesday at 9 for another Fix It 101, heard only on MPB Think Radio. <laughs>